you may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friend, Corey, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. effort, Mr. Bond, you disappoint me. I'm not a fool, so please do not treat me as one. And that table knife, please put it back. Oh, we can't all be geniuses, can we? Tell me, does the toppling of American missiles really compensate for having no hands? Missiles are only the first step to prove our power. Our power? With your disregard for human life, you must be working for the East. East, West, just points of the compass, each as stupid as the other. I'm a member of SPEC. Spectre, Special Executive for Counterintelligence, Terror... Clumsy effort, Mr. Bond, you disappoint me. I'm not a fool, so please do not treat me as one. And that table knife, please put it back. Well, we can't all be geniuses, can we? Tell me, does the toppling of American missiles really compensate for having no hands? Missiles are only the first step to prove our power. Our power? With your disregard for human life, you must be working for the East. East, West, just points of the compass, each as stupid as the other. I'm a member of Spectre. Spectre? Spectre. Special executive for counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, extortion. The four great cornerstones of power, headed by the greatest brains in the world. Correction. Criminal brains. The successful criminal brain is always superior. It has to be. Why become criminal? I'm sure the West would welcome a scientist of your caliber the americans are fools i offered my services they refused so did the east now they can both pay for their mistake world domination that same old dream our asylums are full of people who think they're napoleon or god you persist in trying to provoke me mr bond i could have had you killed in the swamp and why didn't you i thought you less stupid Usually when a man gets in my way. But you were different. You cost me time, money, effort. You damaged my organization and my pride. I was curious to see what kind of a man you were. I thought there might even be a place for you with Spectre. And I'm flattered. 
I'd prefer the revenge department. Of course, my first job would be finding the man who killed Strangways and Quarrel. Unfortunately, I misjudged you. You are just a stupid policeman. Whose luck is run out? They're waiting for you in the control room, Doctor, now. No hurry. They won't have started their countdown check yet. You won't get away with it this time, Doctor, no. The Americans are prepared for any trouble. I never fail, Mr. Bond. What do we do with him? Soften him up. I haven't finished with him yet. This is Gary Patterson, president of Shelby American, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And now... Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? Nothing up must leave. Presto! <laughs> no doubt about it. I gotta get another hat. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Welcome, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run to your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us, well, you won't be able to see us live in the studio because our internet's down, but anyway, right. don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreetMotorsports.com, and if you missed any of our, well, actually, if you check out GolfStreetMotorsports.com, you can find out all about us, but if you missed any of our past shows, go to uh, our archive page, Nostalgic Radio Cars, and you can listen to all 400, and geez, a whole bunch of shows. Anyway, uh, yeah, welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. This is a weekly radio show about cars, and we talk about legendary, well, we actually interview people that are uh, fascinating and legendating in the uh, motorsports world, uh, motorcycle world, boat world, music world, all kinds of worlds. But anyway, uh, I think we got a guest on the line there, and uh, I think uh, this is uh, a repeat guest that calls in on occasion from Orlando. Uh, welcome to the show, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and uh, who is this, please, this mystery guest? Yeah, well, you can't send him the free stuff up to Orlando or something? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing there, Bobby? My precious oh, little boy. Good. How about you all? So what's going on in Orlando these days? Uh, uh, same as Paul, pretty much. So. Okay. You want to give us a Florida Car uh, Shows? You want to give us a Florida Car, car shows, shows Minute thingy? I was just going to say that because um, I'm probably... The only one that can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I coming out. Uh, it's based out of Orlando, and that's our good friend Tara Bush there, FLACarshows.com. So give us the FLA Car Shows Minute. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, FLACarshows.com is the website to go to for everything car show related. There's in concourses, um, meetups, cars and coffees, and uh, everything in between. FLACarshows.com. You can search uh, and sort them by day. Now, uh, also by car clubs. I know they added some here uh, recently. Um, 
there's even a uh, car show in a box where you can, uh, it's uh, Tara's guide to uh, how to put on your own car show. So oh. not only do they let you, uh, yeah, it's cool. Not only do they let you um, list uh, shows, but also uh, help you uh, get your own off the ground. So that you can list it here on LACarshows.com. Uh, they're color-coded by uh, events that are reoccurring or one-time only. Uh, so it's really cool there. You can, uh, like I said, search by region, Central Florida, West Florida, East Florida, uh, Southwest, Southeast, uh, Panhandle, everything. Okay. Um, well, well, no, so but it's, uh, it's piling up here. Uh, sure, a lot of events. So FLACarshows.com. All right. Well, since we're on the subject of uh, car shows, this weekend is the Lake Mirror Classic in downtown Lakeland and uh, the big car show Saturday and also the Concours which is uh, some of the best of the best in the uh, state of Florida, and they uh, display themselves and circle the lake. Not only do they have the car show there, but they actually have uh, a few wooden boats that kind of parade around in the lake there a little bit, so that's pretty cool, so be sure and check that out. DuPont Registry this weekend, Davis Island at, uh, at the airport there. What's the name of that airport, Bob? Do you remember offhand? Uh, the Tampa Executive? No, it's something else. I can't remember. Shows how much we know about all that stuff. But anyway, so uh, be sure to check out uh, what that's uh, something, something. Well, Davis Island. I mean, yeah, Davis Island. Yeah, it's only one airport out there, so that's kind of cool. Uh, SEMA in a couple weeks. Also, this weekend is the Clearwater Jazz Holiday, okay, for all you jazz fans. And I think the two headlining bands there is, are three, actually, is uh, Allison Krauss will be there on Sunday, and Chicago and Blood, Sweat, and Tears are going to be there on uh, Saturday. And some other guys there on Friday. Many, many others, yeah. Yeah, right. So anyway, and then, of course, uh, if you can make it out to Vegas on your way to uh, SEMA, is a brand new show, the inaugural Las Vegas Concourse d'Elegance. And that's going to be the subject of this evening's show. So uh, we have a gentleman coming on, um, and we're going to be talking about that. As you know, SEMA is uh, always the first week in November. They also have the NHRA uh, drag races that are there, usually also at the end of uh, October. And now this event's going on. HSR has uh, their events going on. And I think Hilton Head and Savannah, there's all kinds of stuff going on. And, of course, this is the time of year in the south when it starts drying up a little bit and there's hardly any humidity out there. And everybody wants to get in their cars and drive around. So that's really, really cool. And uh, so I want to see and hear everybody getting in the cars and lighting up the tires and having a good time in fact this past weekend this is what we did our good friends down there glenn's mgs had a uh, lift day open house and lift day now that was kind of cool because uh, you actually had an opportunity if you had an, if you were an mg owner an mg uh, club member and or a customer of glenn's mgs in downtown st pete you could bring your guitar uh, guitar i got guitars on the brain too uh you could bring your car down there and uh, they would put it up you sign up right and all you had to do is just pay for a oil change and what they did is basically put your car up in the rack and you know grease it lube it check the tire pressures kind of do a little walk around if they see anything unusual in your car tell you about it and uh make make sure that your car is in good running driving condition and of course you know we were talking about this too this is a subject that comes up it's a big debate not to mention they had food there too they had great barbecue so uh my 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 a big shout out to glenn and gail and uh cory and james and the rest of the guys there that uh and brian and everybody that uh, tinker with the cars in fact i was fortunate enough to throw uh throw have them put uh, little miss money penny r74 mgbgt up on the lift doing oil change 
and uh, check a few things out on that. Of course, I had an oil filter that, for some strange reason, I could not break loose. So, fortunately, they had the right tools. So, if you got something screwy going on with your car, particularly a British car, um, definitely check out Glenn's MGs. And here's another thing I want to point out, too. You know, MGs are like the, uh, I mean, they were just like all over the place. They're prolific little sports cars. They're affordable. They're fun. They're durable. They're reliable, um, fun to drive, great on gas. Uh, parts are reasonable on them. I'm just uh, easy to work on, easy to service, just great little cars. And they're kind of holding their, va- their value, okay? I mean, the earlier ones, the more unique ones, uh, the early 65 and earlier pull door handle steel dash cars are worth a little bit more than the later ones. The rubber bumper ones are the least desirable and the most affordable. The chrome bumper cars uh, from 68 to 74, uh, synchronized trannies, overdrives on occasion. Those are great little cars, um, kind of like ours, for example. As a matter of fact, I have two MGBs for sale. We have a 65 MGB Roadster for sale, good project car for somebody, and we also have a 74 MGB GT. It's got a sweet sun and sweet running motor in it, I will tell you that. The other one, uh, the motor turns over, missing the carburetors. But anyway, go check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, and you can find out all about our cars that we have for sale. But anyway, back to Glenn's MGs. Um, you know, sometimes, and I say that you hear me saying this all the time, the thing that I like about an MGB is that it's an affordable vehicle and uh, tons and tons of parts and uh, just, just a lot of fun. It's kind of like the Mustang. Say what you want about a Mustang. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. But the thing is, the Mustang's affordable. Everybody knows what a Mustang is. There's a lot of people out there that have had Mustangs, that want Mustangs, that still own Mustangs, including myself. And they're great little cars and great for the money. I mean, they're just, uh, you know, and, and, and they hold their value. And they're just a car that you can have a lot of fun with. And everywhere you go, you know, it's always thumbs up. Yeah, you know, I used to have a Mustang or I had a Mustang or I'd like to have a Mustang. Everybody's got a Mustang story, just like everybody's got an MG. So the MGB is like the Mustang of Europe and the Mustang is like the MGB of America. You know, I mean, they're just everywhere. Everybody had one. And that was the car that you had in high school or college or someplace like that. And they were a blast. They're really neat. So uh, but where I'm going with this is that if you have a British car, and everybody always talks about British cars and how complicated they are and stuff. They're not. It's just that if you have a, an Italian car, you take it to an Italian mechanic. If you have a German car, you take it to a German mechanic. If you have a British car, you take it to a British mechanic, especially a British car. Um, if you get an American car, you can take it to just about anybody. because. Uh, and, of course, if you have a Chevrolet, you can take it to a junkyard um, and a Mopar as well. But uh, if you got a Ford, you can take it to almost uh, any American mechanic, and they should be able to fix it. You know, because the thing is, it's just they're really basic. You know, I was laughing with somebody the other day. They were came over to my shop, and we were talking a little bit, and they got a brand new. They got a late model Fox Body Mustang, and they put all this late model uh, electronic stuff on it with this computer that does this and does that. And of course, you know what? I'm a simple. I'm not really a mechanic. I'm a tinkerer. So, if it's got points. Plugs, condenser, and a carburetor. Chances are, I can probably get it to run because basically all an engine is is an air pump. Okay, so if you got spark and fuel, something's going to blow up or ignite. Let's put it that way, and you're going to have power, and it should run. So it's not that complicated. It's a real simple process. But if you got computers and electronics and stuff, wow, uh, you better know what you're doing. I mean, you could have four or five different computers. Like the, the, the you hear everybody talking about how hot the uh, conversions are these days about LS conversions and Coyote conversions. The problem is, is that on the early early LSs, um, they actually had, I believe, throttle cable linkage. On the later cars, these are all drive by wire. So if you got if you're trying to do a late model conversion and you're doing a drive by wire, you gotta have the pedal assembly, the computer controls that. I mean it's just a ton and ton and ton and ton of stuff. I mean it's pretty complicated. Anyway, on that note, Tommy, how we doing? 
Tommy's going, all right. Do we have any internet? We still don't have any internet, right? Okay, so what we're going to have to do is just kind of, uh, we can't play the songs that I really wanted to play that I had picked out for this evening. So Tommy's going to go through there and cycle through his, uh, um, well, here's a little Greg Ken and uh, Jeopardy. How about that one? Anyway, hey, Bobby. I'll touch base with you a little bit later. Thanks for calling in. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you this weekend at some of the car shows. In the meantime, here's a little Jeopardy. You tune into Nostalgic Radio Cars. Don't touch that dial. I will be right back. for car shows? Then look no further than flacarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, flacarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at flacarshows.com. Come enjoy the best brews in Tampa Bay at Dunedin Brewery. Known as Florida's oldest microbrewery, they are always working to create a unique variety of craft beers for every taste. In addition, Dunedin Brewery features a full menu, including everything from their famous wings, burgers, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget about their live music, including the Wednesday Night Players Jam. That's Dunedin Brewery, 937 Douglas Avenue in downtown Dunedin. Visit them online at DunedinBrewery.com. We are back, and you are tuned into Nostalgic Gaming Cars, and I love that sound effect. That's uh, probably one of the either Sebring or it's Daytona. I'm not sure where I copied that one. When I say copied, I was standing there with my audio equipment. So, anyway, you heard me talk a little bit about, uh, oh, cars, British cars. And <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, also keep in mind, you know, we do do one of the things that we specialize here in is uh, besides use vintage car parts and stuff like that is uh, I do appraisals, diminished values, and total loss reports. So um, I got a couple things going on, a couple trucks going on right now. I actually am doing a 1964 Porsche 356. I'm pretty excited about that car because it really, really, really is a nice car. In fact, when I went down to, the car's in Sarasota. When I went down to Sarasota to test drive it, because when I do my, my, my uh, inspections on the cars, um, for my appraisals, I physically inspect the cars. And I sometimes, you know, take little things apart here and there. You know, look for little hidden stuff. Crawl underneath the car, check the motor out, check underneath the car, the body structure inside, all that other good stuff. But at any rate, in this particular case, this car just ran so nice. So we went out for a little test drive. And normally a test drive is maybe, mm, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I think we were driving that car for about a half an hour. I kept telling, and we're out in Sarasota and kind of like on the countryside area, and I kept telling him, I said, man, this thing really drives good. I mean, it was shifting nice. It was driving nice. It was just beautiful. And this guy had owned this car for 20 years, 25 years, as a matter of fact. And uh, he picked the car up in uh, Texas. So it was a relatively solid car to begin with, which is really good. And I cannot overemphasize, you know, having a solid, solid car. When I used to go out to Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, 
And I would bring back, when I had the salvage yard, I would bring back rust-free bodies, you know, Mustangs, and sometimes I'd bring back a Challenger or something like that. I'd bring back some cars. Because when I was running out there to deliver something, I didn't want to come back empty. So I would pick up these rust-free bodies. What used to blow my mind is I'd get these guys that go, well, no, I'm not paying five, $6,000 for a rolling shell. Hell, I'll uh, buy a, a beater or a piece of crap, a rusty one for a thousand bucks, and I'll just start uh, welding panels on it. And again, you when you have an original car with original sheet metal, it really, really, really does add to the value of the vehicle. These cars that are put together with all these Chinese knockoff parts, there's really not much of the original car left. And I will tell you from an appraiser standpoint, we take off. We take off a lot of value for that. The more original the car is, the more valuable the car is. The more original from the standpoint that it's a survivor car. Now, there's nothing wrong with custom cars, restaurant mods, pro street cars, touring cars, all that kind of stuff. That's really cool if that's what you want to do. But if you're driving a car that's a, and your intent is to have the car relatively original, then leave it alone. So back to this 356, this was a fairly original car, had a little bit of floor work, patchwork done in the floors. And uh, for the most part, original sheet metal everywhere on this car had had, I don't know how many times the car had been painted, but it was, it was white originally, then it was painted red, and it was red for a long time. But a really, really nicely maintained car, garaged car. So then, obviously, at this point, he had the car redone, had it painted, and Porsches, actually, the early cars, they came with uh, vinyl, uh, vinyl interiors, but he had the seats redone in leather. Leather was an option, and uh, I'll tell you what, it just it, you know, it smells like a really high-end Italian shoe, you know, the leather, just really good quality leather. But everything in this car, the fit, the finish, the detail and everything on this car and was excellent, and the drivability of the car was excellent. Like I said, it, it drove so well, I didn't want to get out of it. I just wanted to keep driving, and we were just trying to find these little curvy, little windy little roads. So I put that car on probably a 30-minute or more uh, test drive, and he was fine with it. And, uh, you know, he's just sitting over on the passenger side. We had the top down. It was beautiful. It was nice. It was late in the afternoon, so we had a little bit of a breeze down there, and uh, it was kind of dry. So it was – this is perfect open car weather, by the way. Anyway, uh, don't forget to check out our website again, nostalgic – well, no, gulfstreammotorsports.com. And, uh, you know, if you have any car questions, shoot me an email. All my information's on the website. Um, and, uh, you know, you've seen me walk around some of the car shows, too. Tommy, I think what we're going to do is we're going to queue up something on the radio here, and then we're going to get this little tuned-up thing here, this little clip for our guest, and then we're going to have our guest call in in a few minutes, or we'll have him come, or we're going to call him. But at any rate, um, you're tuning into Nostalgic Game Cars. Here's a little Bachman Terminal Overdrive. Uh, ride, 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 let it ride. Wow, this car song came out in, I'm going to say, 73, 74, 73, something. Anyway, hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Game Cars on Touch That Dial. We will be right back.
My name is Bond, James Bond. He's back in a new Bond spectacular. movies are all about. Hey, what the hell is this? Hey, listen, you can't do this to me. I've got friends in this town. Outrageous, fun-making thrills. I didn't know there was a pool down there. He's back. The character who runs rings around his enemies in Diamonds Are Forever. Forever, forever. They're back. Some rare facets of female bondage. Well, that's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I don't dress for the hired help. Starring Jill St. John, Charles Gray, and he's back as Blofeld, 007 style. Good evening, 007. From the Diamond Territory of South Africa. Curious. How everyone who touches those diamonds seems to die. The canals of Amsterdam. To the gaming halls of Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Plenty. But of course you are. Plenty O'Toole. Named after your father, perhaps. To the rocket sites of Nevada. Sean Connery, alias James Bond 007, is back in action. Vegas, and I love listening.
listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you better listen to them, too. Okay, we're back, and uh, it's uh, time to introduce our special guest for the evening. Since we're on the Las Vegas kick this week, you know, SEMA coming up, there's also a very special show coming up, and it's called the Las Vegas Concours, and I'm delighted to have with me this evening the chairman and founder of the Las Vegas Concours d'Elegance, Stuart Sobek. Stuart, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Pretty good. So uh, tell us about uh, this fantastic event that you got going on in, uh, in Sin City. <laughs> Well, I figured it was about time. I'm a 32-year veteran uh-huh. of uh, Concorde Elegance car shows. I've been doing this since 1987. Uh-huh. So a couple of years ago, I was at Pebble Beach, and I'm looking around, and I'm thinking, why don't we have this at my hometown? And we have everything else in Las Vegas now. For God's sakes, we've got ice hockey in the middle of the desert, right? Yeah. So, so I started looking around, and I said, that, you know, this is something that needs to be done, and I think I'm the guy to do it. And it had to be done at a certain level. It had to be done very professionally, very high-end, respectful of the cars, beautiful, elegant, and not just cars from, you know, in this city. There's a lot of great car collections in Las Vegas. But it had to be something that reached out and had the cars like the big shows have, like Pebble Beach, Amelia Island, Boca Raton, all those shows I like to go to. had to be world-class cars, world-class judges in a world-class city. And so I set out a couple years ago to put this together. And now we're just 10 days away. Very exciting. Well, give us some of the highlights now. Um, but first, before you go into that, give us a little background on yourself. Cause, so kind of lead up to this, you know, how this all came to fruition. Because obviously, this is not, unless you're a car guy, you really don't get this. But you're a car guy. And uh, so tell us about your car guy experience and, uh, and how this all came about for you. And, <laughs> and who was inspirational? Well, I mean, you, because, now, if you're going to put together a concourse, you know, you got to have, uh, you got to know some people. they got to get a little, uh, you got to get feedback. So give us the story. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a car guy. I, I tell people I'm, I'm the guy who's on the field. I've been collecting cars all my life. This is my hobby, my passion. Uh, collecting cars and showing cars is, is what I do. So it wasn't that I set out like, you know, like people might think, oh, how can I, what's a good way to make some money? Start a Concorde Delegate. That's probably not the right answer. But, uh, you know, I started out as a, as a fan, and I'm like, I want to do something that's uh, great for my hobby. I want to do something to elevate um, the, the show car uh, uh, events. And so I started out, like I said, a couple of years ago doing it. But I've been a car guy all my life, and I've been showing cars, going to these events. Uh, like I said, 32-year veteran of Pebble Beach, and so I've you know I've, I've been to I've been to a couple hundred of these things, and I always have gone out and said I, I like this, I don't like that. You know, whenever you go to a place, you're always you always kind of critique it in your mind. And I've been doing that for a long time, so I figured I was I was pretty well set up to do that. But yes, I mean you've got to you've got to be very well connected. You've got to know a lot of people, and it's not that I knew a lot of people when I started. But I've had great connections along the way, and everybody has been really helpful, and everybody has been, you know, can see what the potential of the show could be, and they've been super helpful in uh, in connecting me with the right people, making sure I meet this guy, that guy, that lady, that person, uh, to get to where we are today. So it's really it's really a culmination of of work of so many people to get where we are today. So give us uh, how many cars are going to be in the concourse. We're going to have we're showing 140 cars. Okay, so the thing I like about a smaller boutique style 
concours like what you're doing is kind of like, uh, and I don't know if you probably did. You probably went to the Arizona concourse, the one Kevin and those guys put on over yeah. there a couple years back. See, sure. that that did you when you were doing this? Were you because you talked about uh, uh, some of the do's and the don'ts and things you like, and it's kind of like you just pick and choose, you know, some of the, the the positive features that you like from all from a combination of all, you know, whether it's Amelia Island, Pebble, Boca, Greenwich, or anything like that, you know, and, and you kind of say, yeah. okay, this will work in Vegas. And and as that's pretty much what you did, right? Yeah, I'm, 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 I tell people I'm putting on the party that I always wanted to go to. Okay. Right? So that's where you start. What do you like? Like, if you're going to have an event, you're going to put the things that you like. So I'm going to invite the cars I like. I'm going to have the kind of things that I like. And there's things along the way. I mean, I like, I like I'm a food and wine guy. I like, I like good food. Uh, every, every girl I've ever been with to a show has, has wanted a nice bathroom. I mean, there's just basic <laughs> things, and I don't like waiting. In, I, I don't like waiting in long lines. Uh, I like to, I like where the cars are very visible and photographed. I like when things happen on time, and so I'm, I just all those little elements that you that you like. You say, "Well, I'd like to see that," or "I don't like when they did that." I've been at plenty of shows where I was showing a car, and some guy yelled at me, "Don't park there! Don't do this! Don't do that!" And so I'm trying to put. The, the whole combination he showed the show together. It's kind of like uh, Stuart's favorite thing. And so when I when I did this, I started out like, okay, what are what are my favorite cars? Well, my favorite car of all time is the Phantom Corsair. So I started out with the Phantom Corsair, and I went to the National uh, Automobile Museum and uh, Reno, the Hera Collection. And I said, gosh, I really want your car at my show. And they said yes. So I started there. And then I'm a life I'm a lifetime member at the Peterson Museum. And so I went to the Peterson, and I said, I want one of your special cars at my show, and they said, yes. And then I went to Peter Mullen and said, I want your Dubonet Xenia, uh, Hispano Suiza, and he said, yes. And that's kind of where it starts, and you start building your field. But I've been all over the country for the last two years. I've been to every show, and I've been meeting collectors and asking them to show their cars, trying to tell them what we're doing, show them the level at which we're doing because we're Las Vegas. And people have been very receptive and generally excited about it. We're going to be putting on a great show here in 10 days. It's going to be crazy beautiful. It's going to be really fun. Give us a little bit of the. Give us a, the beginning. Starts the, the itinerary. Okay, so it's in Vegas. So it starts. Is it a Friday, Saturday, Sunday show type deal? Yeah. So it starts on Friday night. There's a Friday night gala, and again, this has got to be. There's a level of expectation in Las Vegas. It's going to be really great. And I tell people we don't have four or five shots to make this right. We have to come out of the shoot looking like we've been here for a while. And that's exactly what we're going to do. <clears throat> so the first night, Friday night, we have a Friday night gala. It's uh, 7 to 10.30 p.m. We have Wolfgang Puck doing the food. Oh, wow. We've got uh, open bar with premium premium alcohol served. We've got uh, Tech Force, uh, first of all, as a, as a, 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 as a ch- our charity. And we're raising money for the Tech Force Foundation to help uh, fund uh, kids and techs. Uh, and that we we like supporting that, uh, but we've got a great show. It's a fast moving. We've got an actual our our Helene Award. We'll be giving away three Helene Awards that night. One to Sherry Goldstrom, a local collector. Uh, the second one to Michael Furman for his photography, and the third to Art Center for uh, what all they've done for educating uh, um, uh, designers of these great cars. So we've got a 50-minute uh, award show. We've got all kinds of surprise entertainment, celebrities coming through. Just a great night. 
that tells people who we are. You've arrived in Las Vegas, and this is going to be a great weekend. So that's our Friday night show. And then we go on Saturday. We go to the Concord Elegance, which is 9 to 4, and it's on the prestigious uh, Dragon Ridge Country Club in Henderson in the McDonald Highlands. It's a beautiful private, uh, one of the top gated communities in America. And it's a beautiful uh, setting. We're on the 18th hole of the golf course. And we've got beautiful strip views uh, all day long. The cars on the green with this beautiful Las Vegas strip in the background. It's going to be gorgeous. So we've got that all day. We've got special that day. We've got two best of shows because we think that uh, we love the pre-war cars. We also love the post-war cars, but they really don't, you know, it's hard for them to compete with each other. So we'll be giving two Best of Show awards, one for the pre-war and one for the post-war. So that's something a little bit different. And um, we're just we're featuring art, we're featuring fashion. We've got just a great day on the green, and that's on Saturday. And we give the Best of Show award away at four, uh, show awards away at four o'clock. And then we want people to be free that night because it's Las Vegas. And there's a lot to do there. And there's a lot of shows and a lot of great things going on all the time. So we want people to go enjoy it. Now, Sunday morning, one of my favorite parts is, you know, I'm a driver. I love driving the cars. So on Sunday morning, we'll be driving the strip uh, from about 8 to 10 in the morning. We're going to do a procession of these cars driving down the strip. And it's going to be beautiful. And it's going to be something like you've never seen before. And a lot of the people that have these cars are very, very excited about that. So that's going to be a fun thing. After that, we're going to end up over at the Shelby, um, Shelby American Museum and Factory, and they're going to open up for us, give us a tour, show us what's going on. It's basically open to the public. They're typically not open on Sunday, but they're going to be open for us that day. And then the rest of Sunday evening is open. Some people will be departing, and others pe- people will be staying for Monday, where we've got a fun golf tournament up in the hills. And it's a chance to go back to the golf course where the Concord Elegance took place. And, uh, and we'll be up there having a, a, just a fun, great uh, golf tournament with some celebrities. We've invited a lot of people to show up. You never know who you're going to see up there. This is going to be a fun, great, fun four days. Give us a name of some of the celebrities who are going to be there. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't got commitments from all of them yet, so I'm a little hesitant. But I would just rather say at this point, I'd like to keep it. Uh, there's going to be a lot of surprises. You're going to see a lot of people you know. And uh, and uh, you, you, it, it's going to be, we want to keep people off guard. There's going to be a lot of good surprises. It's okay. going to be a lot of fun. Well, I'm going to have to say this. I'm going to have to say that there's probably Pete Brock will be there because he lives up in Henderson, and of course, you know Pete Brock. Uh, Peter our, Brock. Yes, you yeah, know, of course. legendary, He's super supportive. Yes. Yep. And uh, let me guess, some of the guys from some of the TV shows, uh, maybe Steve Darnell, maybe Danny Coker, maybe uh, the guys from uh, Pawn Stars, anybody like that? Wondering because those guys are all car guys. They've all been guests cool. on my show, so I figured they'll probably be around. A lot of those guys. A lot of those guys live in this town. Yeah. Well, that sounds cool. I'm not going to say no. Okay. No. <laughs> Vince Neal. Okay. Motley Crue. You know, um, hey, let me ask you this now. Uh, the I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, the award. Now, that uh, award that you're giving away is um, by noted car designer, one of the first ladies uh, that was to be recognized in the automobile industry out of the 40s yeah. and 50s, and that was Helen Rother, correct? Correct. Correct. Helene Rother. Helene, I'm sorry. She, she was that. Uh, no, that's okay. We're, we're educating people about her because we, we, 
we stumbled upon her, and we decided, well, we found out that she is one of the most important people in design. She was the first woman to work for General Motors in 1943. She was hired by Harley Earl, who was the, you know, was known as the father of the Corvette and uh, the wide job and so many famous cars Harley Earl worked on. He, he, his dream was to have a team of female designers. So Helene kind of was breaking ground there. And imagine this, in 1943, she was one of the first female designers. She was making three times what the men, what the men made. Really? I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Three times what the men made. And so she, uh, she did a lot of work. She, she was very uh, successful and uh, did a great job. But we found that she was almost completely forgotten. Uh, kind of brushed under the rug a little bit. So we're bringing her, we're bringing Helene forward, and we're educating people about her. We've dedicated our show to her, and hence we have what we've developed is called the Helene Award. It's a beautiful statuette um, that's being made by the same people that make the Oscar and the Emmy. Oh, wow. And it's a beautiful, a beautiful sculpture. I call it, it's like a piece of jewelry. It is beautiful, and it costs as much as a piece of jewelry, too, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Uh, but it's a, it's a beautiful uh, something that we're going to a piece that we're going to use to to memorialize her memory, and we think that's important. And uh, we we love Helene and we love what she represents. She was smart. She was witty. Uh, she was cute. She had a great sense of humor. Uh, there was just so many things about her that um, we we think people need to know more about her. So we've dedicated our show to her, and we're really proud. We've. Uh, took a photo of her, and we made our Art Deco logo uh, from her photograph. So uh, we really love design. We're celebrating design with our show. We love the Art Deco period, the beautiful 20s, 30s. And so we're going back, and we've kind of made an Art Deco logo. So if you look on the website, you'll see our logo on there, and it represents, uh, you know, it's, it's from her image. It's really cool. We're really very proud of it. Now, I believe there was a book that recently came out, and... I'm not sure on the title, but it, wasn't it Damsels of Design or something like that? There was a book something that was dedicated to – she wasn't the only one. There was a number of women that were involved in the automobile industry. They designed interiors. They were involved with fabrics. And, you know, they kind of put the women's um, touch kind of like in the in the automotive world. And particularly, you know, right after the war, you know, in the 50s and 60s, we're, we were coming into the atomic age, and things were pretty – pretty cool and there was a lot of design and people were pretty uh, open about exploring um you know new concepts right so you talk about that atomic age so uh harley earl who hired helene mm-hmm. then went on to hire a team of eight ladies the damsels of design and the book you're talking about is a book there's a book called damsels of design and it's by a woman constance smith mm-hmm. who is a female designer herself We've invited her to come to the show, and she'll be here talking about her book and signing copies. It's a great book. It's one of my favorites. It's a lot of great, great little stories in there. Uh, Peter Brock, who you mentioned, who's on board with us, who's helping us every every step he can. Um, he worked with some of those ladies when he was at GM, so he's got some fun stories too that he's shared with us. But basically, where those those ladies went on, so it was Harley Harley Earl's uh, dream to have a team of female designers to design every aspect inside and out and those ladies did do that and when you talk about the atomic age you talk about remember the firebird yes. cars from the mm-hmm. 1950s they look like rocket jets or they look like a disneyland ride or whatever with turbine engines those three uh, vehicles were all designed by women teams 
inside and out. And so that was, you know, that was pretty forward for the day. If you think back in 1953, um, you know, where women, women stood in the workplace as compared to today, it's, uh, that was very forward thinking on, on the behalf of Harley and on General Motors. Pretty good stuff. Well, you know, it's interesting because when you look back, and I'm and I and and typically the format of my show is is I normally whoever my guest is, I try to pick up a theme, um, and I kind of you know like the the little the music that I play, the uh, skit that I'll play, the little um, clip and stuff like that. It's all relevant to the guest yeah. and to what's going on. And uh, unfortunately, we had a little problem with the internet there, so I didn't quite get everything that I wanted. So uh, and now suddenly the internet came back on, so I apologize for that. But nonetheless. Um, oh. These, uh, you know, the that 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 era, you know, it was just, it was. I don't want to use the word opulence, but it was very glamorous. You know, it was a very, you know, um, it's hard to say, but but when you look at the design and you look out, how elegant everything was. You know, you're talking about, and and I think that woman's touch resonates in the design of the cars, whether it's a Ford, whether it's a Lincoln, well, usually your Highline cars, so your Buicks, your Lincolns, your Mercury's, you know, your Cadillacs and Oldsmobiles and stuff like that. When you look at the, the materials and the, and the layout and some of the features, it's it's uh, it's, it's quite apparent that um, that's, there's a, a lot of woman, ladylike influences there. Yeah, Tell- and, and so Helene was, yeah, I'm sorry. So Helene was important because she, uh, she was doing some interiors of cars, especially the Nash Healy. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, with the, the exterior, was designed by some guy named Tina Serena. You might have heard of him. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's designed of one or two Ferraris, I think. Yeah. But, you know, because so back in the day, he designed the exterior of the Nash Healy. She designed the interior. And she was placed right up there on the level because they said exterior by Tina Farina and interior by Mademoiselle Helene Rosser. Oh. So she was right there on that level with him. And she designed the interior of that car. And it's they say it's one of the most beautiful cars that uh, by Pina Farina that's not a Ferrari. So she she did some important things in her career, but you know what she did? She would just ask basic questions, like you and I might think basic marketing today. What do people want? What do you want when you buy a car? And she would ask these women, what do you want in a car? And they say, oh, I want a seat that folds down so I could put my baby on it. Or I want some prettier, nice textures of the materials. I mean, pretty simple things, but things that they wanted. And and um, she went to, Helene went to a, an SAE, Society of Automotive Engineers. She was the first woman to ever address them. And she brought up a good point. She said, look, um, women, women uh, 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 make 80% of the buying decisions in a car. And she said, we control 120% of the money. <laughs> so you better, you better pay attention to us. And that is true today, I believe. Yeah, there's probably some truth to that. Um, we got a few minutes left. Um, the charity. Tell us the name of the charity again and what exactly the main function is of the charity. So Tech Force is our charity for Friday, mm-hmm. for the Friday Night Gala. Uh, the tickets for the gala are $200 each, and they're available on LasVegasConcord.com on our website. Uh, we're giving $50 from each ticket sold to Tech Force. And what they do is they're promoting technicians. So, you know, uh, not everybody's, you know, maybe geared up to be a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Some guys like to tinker with their hands. Some yep. guys like to build things. So if they encourage uh, uh, kids in college to follow their dreams if they want to be a tech, you know, it's not a sin to be an auto mechanic. It's, you shouldn't be ashamed to be a transmission guy. And we need techs to keep every car going, new and old, 
We need text to keep airplanes going, trains, everything that brings us everything in the world. So what they're doing is they're helping technicians. They're helping kids get jobs and then actually in placement uh, in positions after they graduate from high school and college. They're helping them to go on to, to put good futures. And think about this, where you don't go to college, you may not have a hundred or $200,000 uh, 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 school debt at the end of that. Right? So that's a nice thing, too. That's really, really important. We have to look about all the old cars on the road. We're celebrating old cars, but you have to keep them on the road, and you know, this is a way to do it. And tech, it's a great job. Having, being a technician, you shouldn't be ashamed of it anymore, and we're promoting that through the charity Tech Force. That's excellent. It's a now, great where, organization. Where's Tech Force based out of? Uh, tech, tech Force is in Arizona. Oh, it's in Arizona. In okay. Scottsdale. All right, cool. Yep. I wanted to comment so they're, again. They're in the, we call them, they're in the other desert. They're nearby. They're in the other desert. Friends. Yeah. I wanted to comment again on that logo. I've got your website up right now, and I got to tell you that that uh, award that you've got and the logo with the Art Deco, and I love Art Deco, and it's you know part of the machine age a little bit there, and uh, that's absolutely yeah, stunning. So. That's stunning. Now, real Thank quick, we, we, we're trying really hard to set ourselves apart. Everything that we do. Well, it's it's very so far what I've seen. I wish you guys the best of luck, and uh, it's uh, it sounds like it's going to be a real classy operation there. And uh, I look forward to it. now. Real quick on yourself, I, uh, I was listening to uh, one of the other interviews that you did with somebody else. You actually are a big Lamborghini fan, and one of the cars that you started out with you know, on the high end exotic side was the Lamborghini 400 GT. Now, one of my favorite cars, and happens to be my logo on my shirt is a 350 GT. So I'm a huge Lamborghini fan oh, as well. And uh, that's actually the logo car on our, on our business card. So I just wanted to let you know that. And uh, did you ever keep that car? No, I wish I had it now. My dream was to get a Lamborghini Countach, and there was no way I was going to be able to do that, uh-huh. uh, not being at, at 29 years old. So I, I bought an old 400 GT, and I worked on it, fixed it up. And they started coming up in value, and at uh, at at certain point, I was able to trade them, and I made a trade my 400 for the Countach that I really wanted, oh. and so that's how I was able to finagle into a Countach. And I, my my my, I was set on that goal. I was going to have that before I was 30, and I got it a couple of days after my 29th birthday. So that was a big that was a big goal for me. It was a big achievement, and having that car at that young age was was pretty cool. I was the talk of the town. <laughs> the talk of the town. What are, uh, now, I know you're involved in uh, um, vintage racing as well. You do a little of that? I've done all kinds of racing, motorcycles and cars through the years. Okay. Yeah, I love it all, especially open. I like open wheel. Open wheel. I haven't wheel. done any vintage. You know, I've done mostly the newer stuff with the open wheel. Okay. All right, cool. Well, we are just about up against the clock. Um, is there anything else you want to share with us And uh, besides give out the uh, – the information on where people can find out more about this uh, spectacular event, the inaugural uh, Las Vegas Concourse de Elegance. It's an it's inaugural show, but we're going to look like we've been doing it for ten years. It's going to be <laughs> fabulous. Every aspect, every aspect of it is is just we've gone over it in every little detail. All of the information you need to learn about us or to buy tickets, everything is on the website, which is LasVegasConcourse.com. Everything is on there. Please go learn about us, read about Helene. You can see a great video of, of the Phantom Corsair. There's all kinds of great stuff. And then right now we just posted a list of all the cars. So you can go drool on the list of cars <laughs> that you're going to see. 
uh, when you come to our show. It's, it's, we're, it, we're, we're so pleased with all the support we've gotten. We're very happy, and we're going to put on a great show for everybody. So we want you to come out, buy tickets, bring your friends, enjoy a great day in Las Vegas. It's going to be beautiful. Well, you know what? And, and, and I've got to say this because I go out to SEMA just about every other year or every year or whenever I can. And, uh, and all the years I've been going out there, and even I, I'm originally from California as well, like you are, and even though I live in Florida. But as a kid, I remember going to Vegas a lot. But now I think that your event, and I mean this sincerely, puts the icing on the cake because it is the one event that, that Las Vegas lacked, and now you have finally achieved it. And the credit goes to you, Stuart. So uh, um, I, I, my hat's off to you. Thank you. Well, call me in 11 days. Tell me what you think. <laughs> well, I, you know, that's what we're trying to do. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Stuart, I want to thank you very much for taking a few minutes and hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And I wish you the best of luck. And I really do sincerely mean it. I mean, it is really the icing on the cake of all the events that goes on in uh, Las Vegas. I mean, the, the first... Uh, thank you. We hope to be. This is, this is not easy to do. We're working really hard, but it's because we care about it. and We want to put on a great show. So please come out and support us. See something new and different. Okay. Great. Well, thank you. Take care and the best of luck to you. Thank you. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. Hey, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning into Nostalgic Getting Cards. Don't forget to check us out here every Tuesday night on the 10 Talk Radio Network. Be sure and follow us on our social media. And don't forget, I want to see you guys some of the car shows. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.